often we have a hard time persevering in all sorts of tasks in our daily lives and and following through and actually making things happen. And this can apply to prayer as well. And we often, I think, underestimate this in regards to prayer, is that just as persistence is tough in life, it's it's tough in prayer. And we can start to pray for something and then we can stop. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's all kinds of reasons we do that, but I think you're right. I think persistence as a characteristic or an attribute in life is pretty rare. It's mm-hmm. hard for people to stick with things, and I think that applies to prayer too. I read a statistic somewhere that the average Christian just prays a few minutes a day, and the average pastor doesn't pray much more than that. <laughs> a, few, a couple minutes more. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So well, That's good. At least the pastors pray yeah, a little bit good. more. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, good. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm <laughs> yeah. That's I don't great. know how accurate that is, you know, but yeah, uh, yeah. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, and the, 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 the sad thing is I'm sure it's self-reported, so we're probably yeah, overestimating but, but. those few minutes that we, <laughs> we pray. Probably true. <laughs> yes, okay, and then we see in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, <laughs> yeah. famous passage, pray without ceasing. Right, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Never stop, 24-7, <laughs> no. What, what does that mean? Because some people will take it that way. Yeah, and it's, that's not literally what it means. It's not that we are to never stop praying, but rather to have regular, consistent prayer as part of our lives. Okay. You know, and you could pray. We can pray any time, anywhere about anything. And there are probably times in our lives when it's good to have extended times of prayer. Um, but it's just to have prayer as a regular um, cadence to our lives. That's good. Yeah, so Paul wasn't saying... Don't don't sleep. Keep right, praying. Right, but this is, should be our posture. That's right, and consistency and all that. Yeah. Well, we want to look at two stories today. Yeah. Two parables of Christ that teach the importance of persevering and persisting in prayer. Mm-hmm. And so they're in Luke eighteen and Luke eleven. Yeah. Um, now these are two stories that are important, but you recently preached for our church on Luke eighteen, right? So I don't want to go into that story in yeah. too much uh, detail, right? But could you just kind of sum that up for us? What is yeah. the story about? Is it, it teaches us an important lesson? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all, the name of the parable often goes by the parable of the persistent widow. Some people call it the parable of the unjust judge. But basically, the parable starts with Jesus saying um, that telling his disciples and us that we should always pray and not lose heart or not give Mm up um, to continue to pray. And then he tells a story about a judge who's kind of a a bad guy. He doesn't respect or fear God or respect people. Um, And there's a widow, um, a vulnerable person that's in need that keeps coming to him asking for justice. um, And he doesn't give her justice. He's unwilling. Um, But she basically wears him down. Um, Mm -hmm. He feels like she's like almost beating him up with her persistence. She just keeps on coming. Um, And eventually he's like, all right, lady, just just leave me alone. I'll give you what you want. And Jesus says, okay, learn a lesson from that judge. And of course, the lesson isn't about a judge who's a bad guy. It's the contrast of that and that we should be persistently asking God for things because and praying to God because God is not like that judge. Yeah, He's not um, unwilling to help us or anything like that. And also an important part of that story is that we don't need to wear God down or, you know, beat God up with our persistence or prove that we've asked enough or tried hard enough where he's finally like, okay, Ben, all right, Brandon, I'll finally listen to you now or I'll finally answer you now. Yeah. And that's really the lesson there. So, so yeah, so if even that unjust judge right. would eventually say, okay, fine, I'll do something right. simply because this person keeps coming to me over and over yeah. again. 
then God is much greater. Oh, yeah. He's He's perfect. He's not an unjust. He's a just judge. Yeah. He sees um, the the problems we deal with, and he, He's going to fix them. Yep. Eventually, right? So we should keep coming to Him again mm-hmm. and again in confidence that we're His chosen. Right. Yep. I, I love the the verse seven. And will not God give justice to His elect right. or His chosen? Who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? Right. Implied answer: No, God's not going to delay. Yeah. Yes, he's going to he's going to act at the right time. So come to him with confidence, right? And know the character of the God that you're approaching. Right. Yep. And I think that that's so important with these with both of these um, parables. Is yeah. who is the God yeah. that you worship and you pray to? Yeah. He's he's a righteous judge. Yeah. He cares about you. Yeah. He's good. Good. Okay. So, so we see kind of the first example. Let's go into the second story in a little more detail. Okay. This is in Luke chapter eleven. So, lead us, lead us through this parable. Yeah. Would you like me to read the? Yeah, that'd be great. Let's read it. So, and he uh, said to them, "Which of you, who has a friend, will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him, and he will answer." From within, do not bother me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though, he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence or his persistence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. Okay. So, so okay, so there's some cultural context here that's important to understanding the story, right? right. One is, uh, I always think it's funny to see here, yeah. my children are with me in bed. <laughs> like he's, a co- he's co-sleeping. You yeah. know, he's like one of these hippie couples <laughs> that they're... Twelve year olds are still in the same bed with them. That's that is, not you good, know, by more, the way. That's was that, not, I don't think that's a good idea. I, I know. I strongly discourage it. But <laughs> okay. that was that was more common back then to have. Yeah, kid, yeah. Because you, know, you didn't have these yeah. multiple room houses. Right. But sleep in the same room. That's probably not the most important detail for probably me to fixate not. on this much. But <laughs> so, what's some of the the cultural context? Well, you know, it it would in an honor and shame society or culture, it would be looked down on to not help somebody that was in need in that situation. Um, you know, hospitality was, I think a much bigger deal than it is today or than we think about it today. And so what it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been something that you could just ignore. Really. Yeah. You'd, you'd be really looked down upon if you just didn't help somebody like that. Okay. So the story is got, uh, someone has friends come into town yeah. at midnight or late at night yeah. and, He's basically waking up his neighbor and saying, "I need, yeah. I need food yeah. to feed my. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be okay with being shamed because right. I'm not hospitable. I need your help." Yeah, and um, <clears throat> this guy does not take well to it. No, he doesn't. It's like I'm asleep. You know, it's not the time. But just because you won't shut up, right. <laughs> he's yeah. going to help you. Yeah, yeah. Similar okay. story to yeah. the judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, how does this apply to the father? Well, it's similar um, as summing up the story about the persistent widow and the judge is that we don't need to, the idea is we don't need to get aggressive with God, you know, keep uh, pounding on the door to finally wear him down before he gives us what he want, what we want or what we need, what he knows that we need, right? He's a just judge and he's a generous friend. He's not reluctant to help us. Okay. So he has what we need. And he will willingly give to it. And even yeah. the, situa- the situation of waking the yeah. friend up is impossible with God. That God's yeah. always That's vigilant. True. He's always obviously awake. Yeah. And he's ready for us to, to come and, and to uh, request things of him. Yep. 
So he goes on, though. Yeah. And I, I think the passage just gets better. So yeah. read, the, read the next Yeah, yeah. Verses. Verse 9 says, And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be open. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so there's this progress, progression of yeah. these verbs, right? Ask, yep. seek, yep. knock. Yep. Um, these are, yeah, the kind of speaking of repetitive. That's right. Persistence. God. Yeah, persistence. Absolutely. Yep. Like there's an increasing or an ascending intensity to them in the original language to keep doing it. It's like continual, ongoing. Yeah. yeah. And there's a, a result from asking, seeking, and knocking. Right. Right. So which is yeah. that you actually receive from God. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite verses in James four, right? Mm-hmm. And I yep. had a friend who'd always quote this, right? Yep. You don't have because you don't ask, right? And I th- and it was so good. I I, I always yeah. remember that. I'm like, it's true in personal relationships, but obviously yeah. in context, it's yeah. it's speaking of with God, right? Um, even you know, we we talked about Philippians four, uh, and then we had someone come and preach. Derek Brown came oh, yeah. and preached on Philippians four, yeah. which was awesome to hear. I mean. And what a great sermon that yeah, was! Yep. If you didn't, if you missed it a couple weeks back, yeah. amazing sermon. But I just loved his point about I ask, like make, yeah. make your requests known to God. Don't just make your anxieties known to God. Actually, right. ask for something. Yes. Make it tangible. Make it real. Yeah, that's so helpful to me because it's it's not it's not good just to come to God and to moan and complain. Although you right. can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Say, Psalms have a lot of that. Yeah, say yeah. I, I I want you to act in this way. Yeah, and let Him. Say either no, it's not my timing, right. or say yes. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing about this concept of persistence in prayer is that we, we for whatever reason, decide that we're going to stop praying sometimes for something. Yeah. Um, or we just, for whatever reason, decide it's not worth asking for. And God says to ask and keep yeah. asking. Yeah. Have, have you had a time in your life where you didn't give up and you saw God come through? Yeah, I think I think so. Or how about this? How about um, things that I'm still praying for? Okay, yeah. That I've just you know determined that I'm going to pray for every day. Um, that I know that I need. Um, and I think like when you have kids, that, that you you know there's things that you pray for for your kids um, yeah. persistently. You know, like I would pray. I have prayed that you know my kids would find the right spouse and all that. And yeah. you know, my daughter's only 15, so I'm glad that she hasn't found a spouse yes. yet. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep praying for that. Yeah, you know, those types of things. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I know I saw this in my life when when I was a kid. I heard a story. Uh, I must have been at a VBC or something, but about someone who prayed for one of their relatives every day for oh yeah like seven years or something like that. So when I was six, I was like, I'm gonna pray for my my grandpa um, who yeah. was not a believer. He's a very you know militant atheist. Yeah, and so I prayed for. I I must have prayed you know if not every day, definitely every week. Yeah, for. I don't know until I was maybe in middle school or high school, and then I yeah. stopped. But and, yeah. and, and you know it'd be on and off right yeah. after that. But it wasn't the same. It was like for a while. It was like every meal I'd be praying for for him. But mm. he did come to faith awesome. not too long ago on his on his deathbed. That's amazing. And so like good reminder of yeah. You know, and and I'm like I would have had so much more joy. Obviously it's joyful, but yeah. to be able to say oh I you know look at how God answered that prayer. Yeah. You know over I didn't stop praying it. So yeah. I, I wish I had kept uh, praying it more faithfully than I did. I think those stories are important too. Just like you know, when you hear people's testimonies of what God has done in their life to save them, but equally, I think 
these are, it's encouraging. Like it's, it builds up other people's faith, you know, to hear about the goodness of God and how he does answer prayer and how he does respond to prayer and that it's going to be in his timing and his yeah. way. Um, and you know, there's something he wants us to learn, obviously about persistence. There's, I think, uh, a, the, it's part of, it's the relationship he wants us to have with him. You know, he, sometimes maybe what we need is just to be with him by continuing to pray and commune with him. We might need that, excuse me, more than the, the thing we're asking for. Yeah, absolutely. We just need absolutely. to be with him. Yeah, because in the end, we're going to receive everything we need anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, True. maybe we need that right now, but we don't. Yeah. He, he knows better than we do, obviously. Yep. Um, well, let's, let's finish this passage because there's okay. a great ending to it. Yeah. Uh, verse 11 it. says, What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent, or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Hmm. Yeah, it's very vivid uh, imagery here. Yeah. First of all, I'd never known a kid who asks for a fish. Like, I want a fish for dinner. Uh, but that's funny. Maybe, yeah. Back then, back then, different times. Maybe, yeah. But no, no one. Just gonna, one egg. Yeah. Is it an egg? I want an egg. Hard boiled? Yeah, I don't know. Or, Poached. <laughs> but if you ask for a fish, you won't give your kid a serpent, right? right. So you want they want something nourishing. You won't give them something that's going to kill them, right? Or, or a <laughs> right. scorpion, right? You're right. no one would be that cruel. Yeah, and he, and he says, I love it. Verse twenty. If you then who are evil, right? Which is great because so often you hear like, <laughs> oh, people are people say that you know humans aren't good, and Christians will talk this way too. I'm like, I mean, not everything about us is bad, but that's a pretty straightforward yeah. statement. He's talking to all you of them. He's like, evil. you know, you guys are evil, right? And yeah. even you know how to yeah. give good gifts to your children. Yeah, how much more? Again, that that argument of of lesser to greater, yep. unjust judge yep. versus just judge, yep. uh, stingy friend versus generous friend, yep. and here you know a evil parent versus your heavenly father, That's right. earthly fathers versus heavenly fathers, and I love it. He says, "How much more the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit yeah. to those who ask him?" Yep. So he, he at the end he can he ramps it up. You know that yeah. God will actually give not just what you need, but He will give. His, his own presence yeah. and his spirit to you in your life, yeah. That's that's an that's incredible. Um, and it, of course, he says the same thing in a parallel passage, right? In Matthew seven yeah. eleven, yep. The heavenly Father will give good gifts to those who ask him. Yeah, but but we see the magnitude of what good gifts means. Yeah, yeah. If it's the Holy Spirit, that's yep. You know, again, everything else is is jump change. Yeah, and these stories are meant to be kind of sound sort of crazy or dramatic to get our attention and make the point of how good God is, that he is not reluctant. And that even in our best moments, right, we're still evil, yeah. um, but we're still going to do good for our children. How much more will our, will our Heavenly Father give us good gifts and and, and give us his, his own very spirit to live in yeah. our lives? Yeah, and if, if it's in the nature of a father or a mother to give these good gifts to your kid to give them what they yeah. need when they need it generally speaking then it's it's in the yeah. character of god for sure because us as fathers are a reflection of him yeah. as the father right so we're just an analogy to yeah. him the true father yeah it's so encouraging right yeah, ask absolutely. god for what you need god loves to give us the things that we need yeah but he wants us to persist and to keep coming to him in faith yeah trusting that he will give to us well, we have a few more verses here that give the same 
clear instruction. Uh, yeah. All of these. Yeah. Like Colossians 4 2 says, continue steadfastly in prayer. Romans 12 12, be constant in prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5 17, pray without ceasing. Um, and then, of course, Jesus says in uh, Luke 18 1 that we're, we're to always pray and to not lose heart. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, I guess the last thing I wanted to end on was just, well, why, why don't we persist in prayer? What do you think it is? Uh, most, yeah. I'm sure if you're a Christian hearing this, your heart agrees with it. Yeah. And yet, will we, after you know, reading these passages and hearing these truths, just go back to barely coming to God? You know, yeah, what on. is it that keeps us from being persistent? I think there's a lot of things, um, just a couple. Um, one is I don't think we're very good at waiting. And I don't think that the culture that we live in necessarily helps with that. And I don't see the culture changing. Like we don't live in a, a culture where waiting for a long time for things is valued. Um, I think the faster we can get something, we live in a culture of immediate gratification. So that just being surrounded by that, that culture and thought process doesn't help us stick yeah. with things long term. There's yeah. always a shortcut or something, um, some kind of hack that can get us something faster. And if not, we move on to the next thing. If it takes more than two days for my package to get here, I am Forget very it. angry. Yeah. How, how dare yeah. this? And guy. I prefer the Amazon one day shipping. Even yeah. If you can get it. So, um, but I think most importantly is we have an incorrect view of God. You know, we don't take time to consider how good God is, that he is a just judge and a generous friend and a loving father, mm. right? He's not, our picture of him may be wrong. And I think we spent our whole lives getting to know God through his word. And the more that we get to know him and to know who, his who he is and his character and his love for us, the, I think the easier it will become to persist because we just know how good that he is. And I think it's important to be um, in community with other Christians too, to be mutually encouraged. So when we're discouraged or we're having a hard time with persistence in prayer, we're seeing who God is and seeing him at work in the lives of other Christians. And that builds up our faith and encourages us to persist and to keep persevering too. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So Jesus is using this contrast in these stories of what he's not like yes. to help us to understand in some sense what he is like, which is that right. he is ready and willing to hear our prayers and yep. to answer them in the best way yeah. possible, yep. not according to our will, right. according to his perfect will. Yep. And so let's persist in prayer. Let's yeah. come to God again and again and again. And um, we could end with this, uh, I mean, one of the most amazing verses in Scripture, Romans 8.32, right? Yeah. That um, if God did not spare his own son but gave him up for, for us all, how will he not also with him yeah. graciously give us all things? Everything that we need. Yep. Amen.